What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football, a football podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in to another week. Week three of NFL football has come to a close this past weekend. It was an exciting week three. Some big blowouts, some close games. Been a fun season so far. Not for me, but for most everyone else, it's been a fun year. For me, it's been very depressing watching the Bears play just the sad football they've been playing the past couple weeks have just been terrible. I hope everyone else is having a great year. Getting into week three, this week I want to discuss some of the QB leaders so far because there's some really surprising names. I know we touched on a couple quarterbacks this last week. Really want to kind of dive a little bit deeper on the top five QBs right now in the league starting out, and then we'll touch on the MVP race as well. Who do you guys think is going to be MVP this season? There's some clear front runners to start the year out. But let's go ahead and get into the quarterback. Top five QBs right now. In my eyes, there's (laughs) – I can't really pick a specific one because there is one that is better stats-wise, but then there's one right behind him who is just barely off but has more wins. So it kind of depends on if you care about who wins and who doesn't. Surprisingly – Based on stats alone, Kirk Cousins is the number one QB in the NFL right now. He has just been having a tremendous year. It just sucks because the Vikings are 0-3. So you can be as good as you want, but if you're not winning football games, no one's really going to care too much about you. So that's what sucks about Kirk Cousins. But he's got 1,075 yards so far after three weeks. That's huge. And he's got nine touchdowns and only two interceptions. So that's a really good stat line. He just needs to find a way to get it to reflect on wins because the Vikings right now are looking very sad at 0-3. I know their defense, they lost a lot of players on defense side of the ball. They lost Dalvin Cook, so the running game's been really weak. We thought Alexander Madison would end up being a little bit better. We'll see this next week. They signed Cam Akers this past week. So this next week, I think he's going to get some more playing time, getting get more involved. So with Cam Akers behind Kirk Cousins, that should help get that offense to explode a little bit more and just get it going. Right behind Kirk Cousins, though, Tua. Tua from the Miami Dolphins. Not going to try to pronounce his last name. I still can't do it right. But Tua, everybody knows who I'm talking about. He's got 1,024 yards so far in three weeks. Not quite as much as Kirk Cousins, but he's right there. He's got eight touchdowns and two interceptions. So, I mean, his stat line is right there with Kirk Cousins. And he's 3-0. So, when you say Kirk Cousins, he's got better stats. But when you look at getting wins, Tua's there. He's 3-0 right now. Most explosive offense in the NFL. I think the Dolphins are definitely Super Bowl front runners, especially for the AFC. The way they've been playing, they're a scary offense to be matched up against. I, I'd be scared to go up against them. Uh, Roheem Mostert, Devon Akan, Achan Akan, I forget how he said he wanted to pronounce it, but he's a new guy. I believe he's a rookie this year. Went off this past week. Him and Mostert both got crazy amount of touches. Just went off this past week on the Denver Broncos. Broncos couldn't stop him. It was really sad. Biggest blowout. But we'll we'll touch on that later. So Tua, great start to the year. He's number two. Number three, Justin Herbert. 
haven't heard much about him, but his stat lines have been great. Uh, Justin Herbert probably haven't heard much because they're only one and two this season. Chargers struggling with injuries. Mike Williams is out. Austin Eckler's been fighting some injuries. Chargers in general just kind of having a rough start to the year. But Justin Herbert's performing 939 yards after three weeks, six touchdowns, zero INTs. That's great. You always want to keep that goose egg there for them INTs, baby. But, yeah, Chargers, they just need to get their guys healthy. Number four, Matt Stafford. Stafford's finding a way to get it done without Cooper Cup and without Cam Akers. Uh, They got Kyron Williams in there, a running back. He's been explosive. Didn't have a great week three. But besides that, Puka Nakua, he's getting it done. I talked about him a lot last week. Uh, But right now, Matt Stafford, he's got 910 yards, two touchdowns. He does have four interceptions, though. That 910 yards, that's a lot of yards in three weeks. So good for Matt Stafford. Get the interceptions down, get the touchdowns up. I mean, he's an elite quarterback right now in the league. So they're one and two as well, though, so not having a great start to the year. But the Rams definitely have potential, especially once Cooper Cup comes back. Healthy wide receiver core right there. They're going to be scary. Very scary. Next, number five. This is a surprising name because the way the year's starting out, was not expecting this. C.J. Shroud out of Ohio State for the Houston Texans. 906 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Great stat line for the rookie. Got his first win in week three. Uh, They took down the Jaguars. Great way to start the year off. Division foes. C.J. Shroud, hopefully he can keep it rolling. I still feel like they need to get a couple more pieces there in the Texans' offense, kind of help better support them. The big thing, offensive line. He's had no offensive protection at all. So if he can get some protection there, C.J. Shroud's going to be very dangerous. I mean, with young guys like Damian Pierce in the backfield, then you got receivers like Nico Collins and Tank Dell, which, by the way, Tank Dell went off in week three here. He was getting targets like he was wide receiver one, and he was performing out there. So Tank Dell, huge. The only knock I have on C.J. Shroud, he's not getting the tight ends involved. Dalton Schultz hasn't yet to do anything. I don't know if that's Dalton's fault. I don't know if it's C.J.'s fault or if they're just not linking, but – Get the tight ends involved a little bit more, and I feel like that could really open up the offense. But again, needs protection there. But those are the top five QBs in the league right now. Some very, very surprising names. The Kirk Cousins is number one just really surprised me when I was looking at stats the other day. Just crazy. And then C.J. Shroud, really cool to see the rookie bounce up there. Now, MVP leaders. We're talking about top quarterbacks. Now, MVP leaders... Number one on my list, I have five guys listed. Number one is Tua, of course. 3-0, and great stat line. He's right there with Kirk Cousins, top QB, and just one of the most explosive offenses, and I think it is because of him. Everyone says it's because of Tyreek Hill. There's so many other weapons on that offense who've been doing more than Tyreek Hill so far this year. Not, I'm not saying I'm not knocking Tyreek Hill at all, but – Tua is leading that offense, and he's getting job done. He's top of my list right now. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Crazy, just crazy wide receiver. Easily best wide receiver in the league. 
just impressed every time I watched him. Just very impressive. He's got 458 receiving yards so far. Only one touchdown, though. Keep following him this season because that touchdown number is going to start rising significantly and really quick. But Justin Jefferson, 458 yards in three weeks, that's amazing for any wide receiver. Number three for me in my MVP list, Christian McCaffrey, 353 rushing yards, three touchdowns. That's leading all running backs right now in the league. Christian McCaffrey is a major key to this 49ers offense. Niners need him. He just needs to make sure he stays healthy. I I believe in Christian McCaffrey. I think he is hands down one of the best running backs in the NFL. His only problem is he cannot stay healthy. Number four on my list, Kirk Cousins. He would be higher on my list. He'd be up there by Jeff, Justin Jefferson and Tua if it wasn't for them being 0-3. I know Justin Jefferson's 0-3 as well. It's a little different for a receiver than a quarterback. Kirk Cousins, he's number four on my list. Very impressive so far. He just needs to figure out a way to lead the team and get some wins in that win column. The number five, I touched on him for a second a bit ago, Tyreek Hill. 412 receiving yards, four touchdowns so far. Great start to the year. Definitely very important to this Miami offense. But Miami, they've figured out ways to score. I mean, they scored 70 points on week three. That's just crazy. And it and only Tyreek Hill had one touchdown that game. So obviously they got a crazy amount of options. But Tyreek Hill is really proven he's the second best right behind Justin Jefferson receiver in the league so far, at least in my eyes. So interested to see who you guys think is your MVP list. But those are my top five. If Tua keeps it up and this Miami Dolphins offense keeps it up, I think Tua's got it locked in hands down. He definitely does. He's been doing great so far. But, hey, let's see if there's any new names that emerge as the year goes on. Now let's touch on some of the games so far. It's been some awesome games this weekend. And then some very sad games this weekend. Let's start with the most depressing one for me, at least. Bears-Chiefs. The very depressing part about this is I was so excited to watch this game. Even with the Bears losing, I wanted to keep watching it just because I'm that type of fan. I will watch them, good or bad. Love my Bears. I'll go down with the ship. I will go down with the ship. But Bears-Chiefs, at halftime, the Bears were getting beat so bad. I think it was 31-0 at half or something like that. They were getting beat so bad. They flipped, Fox flipped the game to the Cowboys game and quit showing the Bears game for the rest of the day. No way for me to watch the rest of the Bears game, just at all. They just cut it. That's when you know it's a terrible game and nobody wants to watch. It's just sad. It's sad. But Bears lost 41-10, to final score. Bears got to figure out their offense. Too many issues. They blame the coaches. They blame the players. Blame the organization. I think it's everybody. They just need to get together and kumbaya this shit together. I don't know figure out some sort of special chant or ritual, do something. But whatever you're doing now is not working, so do it. But Chiefs looking crazy good. Travis Kelsey had his new girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Don't know if it's official yet, but that was pretty cool to see T. Swift up there in the stands. I know they definitely got a lot more views for that game with her in the stands. So that's why I'm really surprised to cut it off at halftime. The Mahomes-Kelsey show was in full effect. 
Next game, Browns-Titans. Browns absolutely shut down the Titans offense. I hated it because I have Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team. Of course, they were my starting lineup. Didn't do jack shit all game. And that's because the Browns defense is that legit this year. The Browns defense is amazing. They have come to make a name for themselves. The Browns are here. I don't know how else to say it. The Browns are here. They're still working on their offense a bit, but Browns are getting it done, especially on defensive side of the ball. They beat Titans 27-3. Good for the Browns. Packers over Saints. This is wild. This was a wild game. I This was probably my favorite game of the weekend. I hate the Packers, but they just made it a really fun game to watch. Saints were up 17-0 going into the fourth quarter. 17 Gusek. And going once the fourth quarter hit, the Packers decided they finally wanted to play some football. And the Packers end up winning 18-17. Crazy fourth quarter for them, but hey, they get the job done in Lambeau. Packers are a lot better this year than a lot of people were predicting, and it's good for them. It's nice to see some new quarterback talent in there. Jordan Love seems like he's getting it done. I hate to say that, just stabbing the heart, but, hey, Packers get the win in Lambeau. Game number four, Texans over Jags. C.J. Shroud, like I said earlier, he got his first win of his NFL career. That's great for him. Beat the Jags 37-17. Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley, they are great together, but still just the Jaguars need to figure out how to continue the success. They have found a glimpse of it. They just got to find it, hold on to it, and just be consistent with it. So Jags got some work to do. Texans, they seem like they're finally getting their stuff together, getting protection. Now the fifth game, this was the most depressing game of the entire weekend. Dolphins over Broncos. Dolphins absolutely just grabbed the Broncos by their freaking manes, slammed them into the ground, and just rubbed their face in the dirt. It was that bad. The Dolphins beat the Broncos 70-20. to Most points ever scored in a football game in the NFL since this 1966. Nobody scored 70 points or anything close to that since then. And it's just wild. So Dolphins, best offense in the NFL right now. Broncos, biggest disappointment in the NFL. You thought Sean Payton and Russell Wilson were going to be the future and we're going to fix things. You'd be sadly mistaken. It takes a little bit more than a new coach and a new quarterback. I think the Broncos... They're in the same situation as the Bears. They just need to start from scratch. Really just from the ownership down, start from scratch. They just got to do something there. I don't know how the commanders are still somewhat relevant in winning football games with the situation they were in, but (laughs) that just makes me so mad because they were in literally the worst situation you could ever be as an NFL as an NFL organization and they're winning football games like what's going on why can't the Bears do that why can't the Broncos do that it's just Washington whatever you're doing good for you but yeah Broncos very very sad week biggest disappointment of the weekend but those are the big five games from week three 
Yeah, it's football season, baby. I'm loving it. But thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. Appreciate everybody tuning in. As always, follow us on all of our social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or slash X, and threads. Also, tell your friends about us. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Appreciate everybody tuning in and hope everyone has a great rest of the week and appreciate y'all. See you guys.